Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Everybody, I am Mike Rains, aka Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hell World. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello from the internet and the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. <laughs> uh, so today, as usual, uh, a lot of stuff going on. But uh, I uh, went to the internet this uh, this fine morning and saw that uh, the Gab account on Twitter. You you woke up. You you put on your slippers. You grabbed <laughs> your rolled up newspaper and you stro- <laughs> you strolled on down to the internet this morning. Yes, all that's exactly how it happened. You know, you a piece of toast dangling out of your mouth. Yeah, yep. like, like a my, man my, about town. My my piping hot cup of coffee in my hand, changing into your your dapper business suit while while still holding your coffee. Yes, For efficiency, damn it! All of these things. Uh, I old man coffee just uh, strolling about the internet, and uh, I saw that Gab's uh, official uh, channel on Twitter, their official account on Twitter, quote tweeted a uh, shot I had taken at them, and they. And uh, they declared a based, which was weird. I don't know why you just say the word based with no context. And then they stated pornography uh, is is not speech degenerates, which uh, was how they phrased their uh, retaliation to me. Porn isn't speech mm-hmm. degenerate. Because uh, Stu Peters, who is like a dime store version of Alex Jones, went on Truth Social, Trump's uh, attempt at a social media platform, and posted the most ridiculous thing he possibly could in an effort to get banned, which was effectively anyone involved with the vaccine should be rounded up and shot. That is Mm. what he stated. And he immediately got hit with either like a timeout or a suspension or whatever. And he did this so he could run to gab and piss and moan about the fact that truth social is not letting me speak my mind. They're not a real free speech platform. And so I quote tweeted that guy and I was like, hey, I was banned from Gab. You know why? Because I posted a photo of a naked lady. Free speech isn't free. Because because uh, Torb's whole angle is this like hardcore Christian lunatic stuff about morality where you can deny the Holocaust on Gab. But if you put a pair of tits on Gab, no bueno. You're off. You're out of here, bub. So, did, you, did you actually get yourself kicked off of Gab for porn? I did not, but I, I should. I should make an account on, on Gab, post a bunch of photos of naked guys and gals, and wait for my removal, and then uh, herald my defeat. 
I mostly just haven't done that because I didn't want to make a second account because my burner account that I use to monitor people on Gab, it just was an annoying bit of effort to jump through the hoops to get a Gab account. Gab also, sucks. man, the, the market is getting <laughs> saturated, but we'll talk more about that later. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so Gab, which is essentially just racism Twitter, like fucking, <laughs> they, they, they noticed you. They noticed you, Senpai. And then yeah. they were just like, hey, we're going to elevate you to uh, on our enemies list by uh, posting that you are a pornographer and a degenerate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we talk about this all the time. It's like, Mike the pornographer. We're just like old Mikey porno. Uh, oh, it's all I ever talk about. When, I, when, yeah. when As soon as the podcast is over, all I'm ranting and raving about is the latest porn that I both saw and produced because I'm a degenerate that way. If, if, if we ever, if we ever publish any, like, you know, like any sort of media that we need to sell a physical copy of as merch, uh, we need to use that as a box quote. You need to just be like, <laughs> Degenerate, just in quotes on the back of the box, the like Torba from Gab. Yes, or and then just be like, "Fucking, we we have proof that you said it, idiot." So, like, guess what? R- yeah. ra- racists think that we're degenerate. So let's go. Yeah, I I actually uh, I just hadn't done it yet because I had I had an old man coffee had a busy morning, but. Uh, I was going to edit, edit my Twitter bio to have the, to have that quote in there from Torbs because I, I wanted to wear that as a badge of honor. Nice. Um, the other two things that made me laugh about this is that one, I posted the screenshots of Torbs yelling at me, and it like it it did, it, did, it did some numbers, but it didn't blow the world. It didn't blow. It didn't like knock my socks off. It wasn't like oh oh snap, Gab took a shot at you. That's like that's wild, man. Like you're you're over the target. People were like, oh yeah, Gab's a bunch of fucking losers. They would do that. Of course they would. They they don't know how to pick a fight. So the fact that Gab is just no one cares made me laugh. And the other thing that was really awesome was Gab, the free speech social platform, posted this shit on Twitter and then restricted who could reply to it. I was not allowed to reply to Gab's rebuke of me on Twitter. They censored me. <laughs> that just, I love that. That was so awesome. It was like, who can reply? It's like, uh, the people that get on Gab mentioned can reply. Nobody else can. And since they didn't mention anybody, nobody can reply to that post. It's super awesome that they did that. You, you know what? Uh, I just realized that we already yeah, do sort of cares? have merch that you could use a box quote for. You should just put it on your book. You have a book out now, do you not? Yeah, uh, I have the book as a Kindle. I'm working on getting it as a paperback. But yes, when I when, when it, I create when I get the paperback format set up, I will absolutely have that on the back as a uh, as a back uh, cover quote for the book. Uh, de- degenerate uh, Torb's official Torb's Gab account. Yeah, just hey, any any other uh, QAnon people who want to call me a piece of shit, please do. I will gladly post your commentary about me on the back of my book. Uh, Jordan Sather saying that he wanted to sue me. I could a- absolutely use that as a back of the book quote. I mean, yeah, I don't think there's any greater endorsement. Has Jace to- ever come at you just so you could like quote unquote play, play both sides of the aisle? Uh, I I did make I did uh, make a tweet about Jay Stu like a few days ago, but I haven't heard any blowback about it because because that guy's like hypersensitive. If like you if you talk about him even in the most tangential way possible, you're probably getting a Substack article of two thousand words directed at, at you for being part of QAnon and being <laughs> part of the 
plot to uh, like I guess it's a good thing that I and therefore probably everybody because uh, I like to think that I speak for the common man uh, we don't really fucking know what Substack is so who cares <laughs> oh, yeah. like the people that are already deeply plugged in are going to get their like some of them are going to get their jimmies wrestled by Mike Raids and it's just like the rest of the world are just like who on a what is talking about who nobody cares <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the that's the best part. i mean at least on twitter in theory the world could be watching but substack uh, the world is busy watching twitter no substack <laughs> like absolutely <laughs> the thing about substack on that level is that it's almost designed to be like a, a niche micro thing because if you are if you have an if you have an audience of like three hundred thousand people that are just sort of like watching you on a very surface level area if you try to convert that into monetization you're not going to get that many bites of the apple. But if you have like 30,000 dedicated lunatics who are hanging on your every word, and then you start bumping up like a $3 fee to listen to read your, your hardcore content or $5, then you start ranking in the bucks because like your just addicted audience just has to have it. They got to know gotta, all the pros. Yeah. All, all quit, quit discussing it to our business model about our business model. <laughs> <laughs> the people aren't supposed to know. Oh okay. yeah, I'm I'm blowing it. I'm I'm giving I'm giving this shit away for free. That's a huge mistake on my part. Yes, no, it's so, a, but the thing is, I mean, yes, it is a huge mistake. Wink, wink. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, well, look at this full appetizer platter before we even get to the headlights for the week. Uh, so let's let's quickly uh, discuss the one last thing we wanted to talk about in the uh, fucking amuse bouche, which is Wendy Rogers has apparently lost her mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wendy Rogers has decided that no one's paying enough attention to her recently, so she decided to uh, just go full total conspiracy nutter, QAnon, anything, anything you want to talk about, she's in for it. Um, she made a post about uh, Michelle Obama and the Prime Minister of New Zealand both being men, uh, then called Barack Obama gay. Um, when this, when that post apparently wasn't offensive enough. Um, she then got into World Trade Center Building 7, just going full, yeah, just going deep into the weeds, 9-11 truth or shit. And uh, be, then beyond that, she made a post uh, recently about uh, using just uh, using all the offensive slurs you use for transgender people and saying, like, look, the, the trans people don't like it when you call them this, but I don't like it when... Uh, children are chemically castrated and mutilated, and then later in life mm. they turn out to regret it. So Look, m- muggles don't like to be called muggles. You know what I have to say? To that fuck muggles. <laughs> I'm <give a> fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Wow, what a what a piece of work. Not a whole lot to say about that, other than just like no, uh, no. B- baby wants her bottle. That's all that's going on there. Just God bless you. Yeah, bless your little heart. (laughs) (laughs) She was just the bell of the ball for those months during the Arizona audit when she was so positive she was going to arrest everybody for all their crimes. And then, oops, the Arizona audit crashed and burned. And now the circus has left Arizona. Well, you know what? If she wanted, if she really wanted uh, to get some attention in this political climate, she should have got behind the wheels of a big rig. Mike, go ahead and play our content warning and our headline bump. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon. 
which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. <laughs> God damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> so uh, in Canada, uh, the honking has come and gone. Good for um, good, buddy. Five five other lingo. <laughs> Ten four. Yeah. Oh, so um, um, fascist dictator Justin Trudeau, as all of QAnon and right wing lunatics all over social media have called him, <laughs> or the, as the, the scientifically improbable love child of Adolf Hitler and Fidel Castro. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I heard that on the internet, and yeah. who would take the time to write something a lie on the internet? Yeah, yeah. Steve, Wendy Rogers, that that is who you should have been railing against. I mean, yeah. going after Obama, Obama's old news, baby. He can't be president anymore. Fuck him. You, you know who's you know who's hot right now? Trudeau. You you accuse him of having gay parents who also happen to be Adolf Hitler and Fidel Castro. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> How much more inflammatory could it be? Yeah. Uh, which, not that it matters, I don't think those guys ever met. <laughs> uh, no, but... Uh, not publicly, but in the same way that JFK and, uh, you know, uh, Marilyn Monroe would ever, like, officially a thing. But, I mean, <laughs> we, all, we all knew. Yeah, exactly. It was behind the scenes. It was behind yeah. the scenes. It was all there was, good. like, a palpable tension behind the scenes whenever they were around. <laughs> <laughs> the sexual attention so thick you could cut it with a knife. So, same thing for Hitler and Castro. It was incredible. I mean, it was absolutely incredible. Was and the CIA, and the CIA I, I did Adolf when they Castro. when they secretly killed Marilyn Monroe. The, yeah. the, this is why we have a content warning because we have snapped immediately into like fan fiction about two uh, horrible dictators <laughs> being <laughs> being in love and siring some sort of child through the miracle of science. I mean, the Germans were about that weird science shit. So this seems like it could be this could be some sort of like steampunky uh, mystery. Yeah, weird science. Anyway, what the hell are we supposed to be talking about? Truckers. That's right. Yeah. We're, 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 so so uh, uh, as the hashtag black blackface Hitler was trending, uh, Trudeau. Uh, I mean, they're just so desperate. They're like the most petulant, whiny, screamy little children imaginable. And wasn't it misspelled? Somebody yes. pointed out. That, at, it, yeah, it, it, was, at, it was Hitler. Right? Yes. At, yeah. One of the diff- one of the various times when they got that hashtag trending, they managed to miss the bots managed to misspell it so that it came out <laughs> wrong because they're so dumb. But. Uh, Basically, the Canadian police were like, look, we are going to arrest you in a couple days if you don't knock this off. And then a couple days later, they were not knocking it off. So then the police very politely started arresting all of them. It was not fun in games, but, you know, we're going to need you to clear out here, eh? (laughs) We don't want to hear anything about it. We'll be back and we'll give you we'll give you two days because that's the day that's the right thing to do. But after that, we you better clear out here, eh? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so uh after all their edm parties on the streets and other uh and, and the calls for trudeau to resign which why would a dictator resign when these idiot truckers were yelling at them um the cops came in and busted them up and most of the uh, ringleaders of the canadian convoy were arrested everyone else saw the writing on the wall and drove away um there have been sporadic protests around Canada of people being like, boo, what you did to those truckers was mean and we're mad about it. But 
that's about it. Okay, we're going to go home now because it's cold. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, basically, this um, this incredible moment in time that QAnon had been ranting and raving about for weeks on end about being the death blow against the cabal and how it was going to, like, topple Trudeau and then, I don't know, somehow domino theory its way into Biden and then the rest of the world. Um not so much. Not so much. <laughs> no one's going to remember this in a month. Uh, it's over. You lost. Go home, guys. In the I real see. world, you know what never happens? A, a big minigun never comes out of a truck, right? If that was going to happen, this seems like it would be, like, in real life, that would be the perfect opportunity for it to happen. Just a bunch of crazy conservative people with access to several trucks just trying to make a big political point. What a what a what a horrible reality we live uh, in. So, so they they arrested the uh, all the leaders, as Mike said. The one leader, uh, a man who's just a, tr- a trucker and owns a small company, he <laughs> he's only allowed back in Ottawa uh, for legal proceedings. And after one night in jail, he just gave up immediately and said he just wanted to go back home. And they said, cool, $100,000 bond. You're only allowed back into the city for legal proceedings. That's it. And all the other leaders, not all of them have been charged, but every anyone who set up like the big GoFundMes and the Gibson Goes, like they're all yeah, we're all get, done. Yeah, yeah. We're all get, they got, they got to get Pat King at this point. For some reason, that scumbag's still like floating around. But beyond I him. I feel like part of the problem with like, you know, quote unquote justice at the end of stuff like this is that you would think that it would be game over for these guys, like career wise, but it turns out that there are a bunch of like crazy conservative people that have a lot of money that might like the cut of this guy's jib. Right. And just go ahead and employ exclusively his company with some big trucker contract or whatever. It could uh, but, just be like, oh yeah, by sticking to my guns about this irrational, stupid, dangerous thing and being an asshole about it. I, uh, instead of being punished and having my money go down, I was instead rewarded and my money went up. Yeah, but he's just actually banned from the city of Ottawa. Like, he, he can't. I, yeah, but I'm sure you can do plenty of business in not Ottawa. Canada's a big place. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. And re- really, are you missing out, out much if you can't go to Ottawa? I mean, really, if you've seen like one snow covered. <laughs> Ottawans sound off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, take that, Ottawa. Boom. Knocking that you was down a for a. I don't, I don't understand, <laughs> you know, you better fucking, you better pull your head out of your ass, bud. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> just a infuriating, infuriating yeah. regular Canadian citizen. So good. Oh, yeah, that's that's going to be next week. Ne- next week's pod's going to just be a giant apology to Canada. Well, I'm so sorry. Well, uh, it's, a, it's a fucking huge bummer that we're not going to get to talk about truckers anymore because uh, I feel like that we still have more to say about truckers. So. <laughs> I mean, ho- hopefully, hopefully something else comes along to allow us to keep talking about them. I'm oh, look, well, looky here. An American <laughs> truck convoy is heading to Washington, D.C. I don't believe it. <laughs> Surprising absolutely no one. Yeah. Holy shit. Because yeah. <laughs> America and Canada are the same place, and you can just go ahead and get away with the same old shit in America. <laughs> well, uh, I will say that people have been pointing out that the uh, start of the American uh, trucker convoy, which uh, is beginning... Uh, it, on the West Coast, they're going to go into Arizona, 
and then allegedly try to drive across America to get to D.C. And I, I aggressively use the term allegedly because uh, some of the people that are part of this quote unquote convoy have not committed to going beyond Arizona. They're like, we're driving to the pizza joint. We're getting a slice. Uh, no pedo, uh, none of that. Calm down. Um, oh, God, I mean, no, not pizza. Anything but pizza. Uh, hot dogs. <laughs> We're gonna go hot dogs. Wait, Obama wanted fifty thousand dollars in hot dogs. No hot dogs either. No, no cheeseburgers. Oh God, cheese. Oh no. <laughs> who, who knew that American uh, comfort food could be such a perilous thing to talk about? Oh my God. But uh, these, yeah, this, and uh, someone was following uh, this quote-unquote convoy. And they had exactly one actual semi in the entire convoy. It was a bunch of like regular trucks, some SUVs, and some other stuff. But like an actual big rig, they had all of one at that point in the, in the ride. And like they're trying to encourage more people to show up. They're, the 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 point of this convoy is to like make stops for people to connect to the convoy for it to mm-hmm. build build steam on its way across America into DC. But I, I really can't imagine that you're going to build much steam before you get east of the Mississippi for such a long journey. Because how many people have the like desire to blow a week or more of their time to drive across America for what is something that is assuredly either going to end in nothing happening or them being arrested? I mean, like, mm. those are the yeah, only... Considering the National Guard is already <laughs> going to be called up to D.C. for this, like, it's like, yeah, cool, well, enjoy your fucking convoy, idiots. <laughs> a, we've already seen what happened in Canada. B, we're not Canada. If they shut down, try and shut down a major American city, they are not going to let it sit for three weeks. Nope. Like, yeah, I, I, and I, and also, I mean, like, because, like, Amer- the American citizens who have saw what happened in Canada... Some guy was talking about trying to block the beltway around D.C., not trying to block D.C. itself. And it was like, if you tried to block the beltway, uh, the actual, like, just civilians in that area would tear your truck piece by piece apart. They would, like, show up with, like, chainsaws and, and, and like, and blow torches and just turn your truck into scrap metal and remove it to get it out of the way. They wouldn't need the cops to show up with tow trucks or anything. The people in the area would just handle it themselves. Yeah, yeah, that is for will, sure, uh, that is for sure a good way to get violenced. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like, America is, like, it's just not Canada, but, like, this is going to go very bad for you. Uh, best, <laughs> best case scenario, actual, like, law enforcement or military are the ones removing you from the situation. But yeah. I, I, I would not want to be down around Baltimore and D.C. and just causing a disturbance. Yeah. It's, it's quite bad. And the other thing uh, is that like their goal, their stated goal, is to make it there for the State of the Union, which if there was ever a situation where security is at its highest possible point in D.C., it's for the State of the Union. So, like, you – those trucks are not getting within 50 miles of anything. Like, they're going to show up. It's going to be like, oh, look – there's a, there's a retaining wall. There's a million spike strips. There's, oh, I don't know, a, like 500 National Guard. Yeah, you're, no, you, you turn around right now because this, this, only, this only gets worse from here for you if you keep this up. This does not end well. And then, they uh, just like, and then they scream, truck lives matter for like a thousand yards away. They claim it's a big victory. And they all go oh, home. Oh, oh, yeah, we showed Biden. Oh, we, oh, he was trembling. He was trembling in his boots, that uh, that scared old man, Joey Biden. We, we intimidated him with our mighty display of trucks. Yes. How many trucks did you have? Eight? 
but we had a lot of SUVs and we had a bunch of like souped up pickups. It was great. And as many trucks, it's just like a regular highway. Yes. <laughs> like like a regular stretch of highway of just routinely going past several trucks in a row. And yeah. it's just like, oh shit, but they all managed to go to DC. How impressive is that, eh? Look at that. I mean, what what's what are the odds? <laughs> oh my god. You are <laughs> you did it. <laughs> you you did it. You made it look like two PM on any highway in America. Oh my god. You... <laughs> You cause traffic. Yeah, it's getting to exactly the same people who love parades, right? <laughs> it's like, oh my god, look at look at that line of things. I love it when it's in a line. <laughs> it really fucking gets me hard when it's up in a line. Oh shit, formation so good. It's such an incredible line. So did did, <laughs> did, 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 did did you guys make Biden resign? No. Did you end the mandates? Oh, well, there weren't any real mandates. We were just complaining because it gave us an excuse to complain. So what did you guys actually do? Hey, there was this. Did you see that yellow bar on Google Maps? We turned it orange for like 45 minutes. That was us. That was that section of the road going from yellow to orange. We fucked that road up real bad. It almost made it to red. We were so close. We were so <laughs> close to making it red. That would have been so great. You should have seen the line when we were driving. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, the American, the the half-assed, uh, pathetic, just absolute outright grift that is the American trucker convoy is uh, currently uh, attempting to spring to life to uh, con rubes out of money. And, like, that's it. Like, the actual physical display of this convoy at this moment is unimpressive. Should it become more impressive, we will tell you about that next week on the podcast. But for the moment, this is not looking like it's going to be a super intimidating uh, turn of events for team right wing uh, people that just hate everything and are complaining and want to have an excuse to protest. So Mike Rains, I unfortunately have to interrupt you for a Sarge was right alert. (laughs) Uh, Because if if I recall during our pre-production meeting for the show, uh, we had discussed that we were going to lead with the big news of the week, which was that now finally, Scientific evidence has apparently told us who the identity of Q is. And because of my love of a segue, I have ruined that. As I predicted when I said that I wasn't going to write it down. So breaking news right now, second headline for the week, Sarge was right. Yes. Did we did forget. So uh, for those of you marking down the first time Sarge was right in the year 2022, it was February uh, 23rd. You can hey, cash, hey, hey, Everyone who had that on the pool can cash their tickets. Uh, it's great. But uh, yes, uh, the New York Times uh, came out with a scientific analysis of both early and later Q drops. And uh, they declared with uh, like incre- an incredible amount of certainty that the early Q drops were written by Paul Ferber and the later Q drops were written by Ron Watkins. So (laughs) to all our listeners who were not seated when uh, I made these announcements, I apologize to you falling to the ground and bruising your tailbones or like just crashing. I'm really sorry for burying the lead and slow rolling you like (laughs) that. Like you must be truly devastated. Yeah. Um, and or Ola. I hope that you were not driving yes. when we dropped such the bombshell on you. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. genuinely, the most exciting thing for me is that they allege that the switcheroo didn't happen until like later. Like, I, I again, like my, my theory was always that Q was multiple people from the start. 
because yeah. the writing styles are just so all over the place. Yes. Yeah, it, it bounces a lot. We went through... Maybe Rod Watkins is like a werewolf or something. And then like, he's, got, he's like the Incredible Hulk. He's got two personalities. Oh, interesting. He's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Have we ever have we ever seen Rod Watkins at night? Have we ever seen what happens when, when the sun sets on Rod Watkins? This, we have, that's when he goes to soap lands. That's when he sh- no. That's when he he, he climbs he climbs out of the Stephen Urkel machine, <laughs> and he's like he's like Ronnie W or whatever. And then he's just Ronnie like w. he's just like a fucking cool cat. He's got like a greaser hairdo, but he's still pulling it off somehow. It'd be great. It's like just, anime, never watched it. Get out of got, here! Yeah, he's got like tremendous dick energy. It's just radiating. He's like he's like, he's like the perfect cell of big dick energy. <laughs> Uh, that just makes me laugh so much because uh, after uh, Q had been stolen from Paul Ferber, uh, again, going with the New York Times narrative here, Paul was working on a bunch of dumb small-time grifts to try to get him, build himself back up in the right-wing crankosphere. And uh, one of his favorite uh, things that he was constantly promoting was uh, a dumb attempt at being Q again that was called Big Dickanon. So uh, no, shut up. Absolutely, this is a real thing. Uh, shut up. Paul, Paul Ferber was constantly reposting all the posts on the Chan boards from Big Dick and on uh, the. Wow, the, what a rich tapestry! What was the story of Big Dick and on? I mean, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory there, he, bud. Yeah, I, I need to know. Uh, well, uh, his big, the, the big swing from Big Dick and On was that the, uh, the Three Gorges Dam in China was going to just collapse any day now. And like, that was his big thing that was going to trigger the prophecy. Like once that dam went down, like the, the Chai Com government would be, uh, just absolutely incapable of handling the groundswell of protests and riots and social yeah. evil that would come from that. And then blah, 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 uh, whatever the big D- Dick and on version of the great awakening was, <laughs> was uh, the, the great coming. I have no idea, but something was going to happen that was going to then result in the good guys winning after the dam collapsed. And uh, because no one gave a shit about this and everyone was like, Paul, calm down, just go in the corner and relax. Like your attempt to be Q again is sad. It's just sad. So uh, just we're all going to pretend this never happened, except for uh, left wing trolls like the Adventures in Hell World podcast who are now talking about Big Dick and on. So, yeah, for for your sake, just let it go. So So, um, for what it's worth, only one third of the Adventures in Hell World podcast is currently talking about this guy. The other two, I feel like I've made it pretty clear that we didn't know he existed until right now. (laughs) (laughs) I knew. Uh, of him from the documentary and like other like pods that have covered the history of QAnon, uh, but I constantly forget about him. Also, think of the timeline where we could have been adventures in big dicking. Like, <laughs> oh dear God, uh, how, are, how are you ever going to monetize that? Yeah. <laughs> at, some point, at some point, like the the, the reason behind us making the show is to be. Uh, entertaining, informative, and then eventually sell out in that order. Like no, I, I don't it. know if big, the rest of you guys, but big number Richards three, adventures. sell out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds like a carnival. That sounds like a traveling carnival. It's that's, monetizable. That's, that's, you that's, gave that's, me a challenge, sir, and I met it. 
Ben it's Richards is in the same way that a traveling carnival setup is, which is to say that yes, I'm sure it makes money, but at what cost? Do you remember those Big Johnson shirts from back yes. in the day? I, I do remember the Big Johnson shirts. Uh, I'm not sure if I remember Big Johnson, but I, I, I do remember shirts from a, a local business in an area I used to live in uh, about people proudly saying that they grow grass or whatever, <laughs> like. Uh, I just remember, I it must have been the late '90s. Everywhere you look, there were shirts. Is Big Johnson just had a nerdy guy on it doing something like firefighting or working on a truck? That was and like in a course with several women. Yes, yeah. yeah. And this was like right after all the co-ed naked X things had come and gone. Like after that T-shirt mm-hmm. craze had died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Where, where was it in relation to remember when when the Looney Tunes went sort of like hardcore there in the mid nineties, where suddenly it was like Tweety Bird peeing on a thing? It was, I think, before that, but right after all the Calvin Klein knockoffs, where where it was like Darth Vader instead of Calvin Klein. Was and... was Backstreet back yet? Ooh, hard to say. Or, uh, or, or was was Backstreet still out? And uh, we were just waiting for somebody to bring it back. They, I think it was no diggity, um, and maybe they were going to bag it up. Oh, that's Black Street. That was Black Street. Yes, that is a that is a different type of street altogether. Oh God, uh, I have a que- I have a question for Sarge. Uh, yeah, was Big Richard's Adventure the the carnival where the main character from Nightmare Early went to at the start of the movie? Was that that group before he took his mentalist gig somewhere else in New York? Um. No, Big Richard's Adventure would have been something probably from like Baby's Day Out movie or something. One of those awful movies where the babies can talk. Big Richard's it's it's uh, it's Johnny Knoxville's next amusement park movie. They're gonna give him another shot after uh, Adventure Park or whatever it was called. Yeah, didn't didn't work out for him. Maybe maybe it's for the best that we didn't like. So. Certainly the, uh, hey, the New York Times has decided using this type of science, apparently, that these people are Q. In theory, that should be a big headline. But the fact that their suspect is just the people that we have always thought it was. Yeah. It makes was... it sort of hard to be too excited about. Like yeah. We've been talking about this exact theory of, you know, it started with this one guy that Rod stole it and now that it was him. And now it's dead because Rod is trying to be more visible publicly. But if, yeah, if you go back in our pod, I think I actually said is like our editorial opinion, if we have one, that Paul Fervor was Q and then Ron stole it and then Ron was Q. Where exactly that happened, now kind of hard to pinpoint. I think we were still doing drops when we were talking yeah, about it. So. We definitely were. Yeah. So instead, we just decided to talk about an assortment of random bullshit during that time. But I guess it is. So, like, did you look into this article, Mike? How how reliable is the science? Well, the science is uh, basically like tracking speech patterns and um, how these how these two guys talked, and then comparing their use of language uh, with cues. Uh, a mathematical approach known as uh, stylometry. I'm probably horrifyingly butchered that word. And, um, yeah. And, uh, so they, they claim that this is potentially a new form of science. And, uh, the Swiss team said their accuracy rate was 93%. And the French team said that they pin, uh, Watkins and Ferber's uh, writings 
to be at 96, 98% likely that they were both uh, Q. And uh, this this same kind of thing did uh, a, a study of a book that J.K. Rowling had written under a pen name, and they figured, and it was like, nope, this is J.K. Rowling's write, writing. We we know what she writes. We know how she writes. This is her. She's just trying to hide it. Um, and the FBI also used this kind of uh, this kind of data to uh, show that Ted Kaczynski was the Unabomber from his man- the manifestos the Unabomber had written, had written. So this is a form of uh, analysis that has been used in the past to get results. Exactly how concrete those results are, your mileage may vary. Uh, Paul Ferber came out with a uh, a Substack uh, reply to this where he was like, this is all bullshit. I'm not Q. It's all lies. By the way, Q's incredible. I have a book out about how awesome Q is. Please buy my book. He's so uh, sexy. I heard he I heard he had a real big dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I heard that guy has a big penis. Oh, that, that be, they, these people need to be more humble, like, uh, like our good friend Mike Rains. I believe earlier I threw to him asking him if he had a book out, and he just said yes, but it's not in paperback yet. And then he didn't say the name of it. It was incredible. He's, yeah, the most, he's the most humble writer that ever lived. So you definitely should not buy his book, which is why we're just not going to tell you the name of it. Nope. Why, why, why don't we, we definitely shouldn't add to the outro reel that Mike's, you can find Mike's book, uh, uh, wherever you can find it, but don't yeah. say the name. Don't, don't, no. don't, don't worry about that. Okay. It's definitely not. It's like much, much like Andrew Garfield. It is definitely not doing that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wink. Uh, as topical a reference I could be without feeling still sort of bad about it. Anyway, so yeah, it turns out that uh, Rod Watkins is Q or was Q the last time Q did a thing, which has been over a year now. And yet, yeah. dumb fucks like us are still talking about him. What a yeah. bunch of clowns. Yes. Uh, well, so. Well, what I was going to say is Ron, uh, Ron went to the governor of Arizona and did that surety bond thing we had talked about in previous episodes where he was like, hey, we're uh, put it, filing a claim against the governor of our, our Arizona for not uh, defending the border against illegal immigration because he's a bad person and we don't like him. So Ron's trying to antagonize the actual uh, Republican Party of, of, of Arizona on top of everybody else so he can, en- he can enjoy his 4% at the, at the, uh, pollings, at, at the polls come the Republican primary, because uh, that's that's about where your political career is going to go, Ron. It's going to go real well for you. It's a, it's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if that, <laughs> yeah. that works out. Because <laughs> yeah. I, if I was, I don't know, running for uh, office as a Republican in a state, you know what I want to do with, with the Republican governor? Spit in his eye. I wouldn't, like, seek his endorsement or try to get that guy on my good side, maybe show up at a rally with him, have him give me a shout-out. No, no, I want to be like, yo, guy that's, like, basically the head of my political party in the state that I'm in, fuck you, buddy. How you like them apples? This is a bold, solid political move by me, Ron Watkins. Me, smart. Where where was all this material about Rod Watkins' actual political ambitions back when we were riffing on Nightmare Alley instead of when I was trying to segue into an accent line? You're like, hey, right before you segue, instead, uh, get, let me do my tight two on Rod Watkins being a dumb fuck. And I was just like, man, we we had I like it felt like it had wound down. How were you, you were just sitting on that when you sat in your back pocket? No, like, I, I had completely forgotten about it until we got to that point of the conversation. And I was like, oh right, Rod did a really dumb thing recently. So yeah.
<laughs> sort, sort of like how we all forgot to talk about how Rod was Q. Yes. Uh, yeah. Again, again. Yeah. I mean, it's so it sounds like this article really covered it and nailed it down. But just everyone that cares was already like, yeah, we know. Like he, he said it on the dumb documentary and then it just couldn't have been anyone else before that. So hey, hey, we know and B, it doesn't matter because they fucked off and it's clear that they're not like, you know, like it's it, it's clear who the potential players were, but the impact is more important than the person ever was. So who Absolutely. gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, but th- th- that's always been actually our stance on the podcast. Although like like everybody, we had uh, a, an opinion on who the identity was and it turns out it's pretty spot on yeah <laughs> uh, according to this Little science but I, I will allow to validate me until better science invalidates that science exactly exactly are we ready to talk about war war <laughs> yeah. yeah i hear it never changes yeah uh yes i am totally okay with talking about some war and we just got copyright struck. Yeah. Uh, oh, damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> Your singing was too good and it didn't It was so awesome. Bit. It sounded just like it was coming from By the, the algorithm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, my grades, what sort of war related? Do we have any war related headlines this week? I don't know. Seems, seems like a big swig. Yeah. So, uh, Vladdy Daddy, uh, QAnon's favorite uh, political leader now that uh, everyone's forgotten about Kim Jong-un, Vlad has uh, invaded Ukraine in a sort of kind of half-assed invasion of Ukraine at this point. Uh, Basically, um, he's gone into the eastern sections of Ukraine in uh to to uh Donetsk and Luhansk uh which I probably butchered both of those but I gave it a try and uh those are sections of of Ukraine that like there are russian separatists in there in some parts of it they've been like hey we really don't want to be here we want to be in russia blah 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 and uh, ba- uh Biden and the uh the west has said well the russians were going to try to stage some false flags in order to justify going in and then, like, a week later, basically, the Russians are like, hey, the Ukrainians are, like, shelling these poor Russian separatists. We must pour our army over the border to save them. And then they did that, and then uh, Vlad signed a uh, piece of paper that says that Russia recognizes this section of the Ukraine, wants to be part of the Soviet, wants to be part of the Russia, so now it is, no takesies, backsies, that's just the way this works. And the rest of the world is like, nope, fuck you, you assholes. And uh, so that is where we currently stand with Russia nibbling on the fringes of Ukraine. And um, our uh, esteemed former president, uh, Donald Trump, who was very tough on Russia, if you listen to anyone who uh, kisses Trump's ass and likes to gaslight people, uh, has come out and declared that what uh, Putin did to be a genius move and very savvy because that's what you do when a geopolitical rival who has competing interests against you uh, violates international law and attempts to start a war. You commend them for their excellent gamesmanship. And, th- and this wasn't like, you know, at least at least when America does a war, we have like uh, at least that we make we manufacture a flimsy excuse for it, like weapons of mass destruction. But you know, it's really just hey, it's payback for nine eleven, uh, etc. But it's just like in this instance, 
like Russia just doesn't have any specific reason for like it, it's like it's like it's like Ukraine stepped at them. They're just like, eh, it's there. We're taking it. Yeah, it's ours we, now. We want it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I made this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and we can't we can't get enough of it. Like we keep I fucking this hot Ukraine and we just can't help ourselves. Yeah, we just we just have we just have to we just have to grab a piece of Ukraine and that's just the way this is gonna work out. And we're going to claim otherwise. We're gonna claim there's some justification for why we're doing this when we know there is no justification for why we're doing this. So but their justification for doing it plays to nobody ever. It's so weak. It's just exactly. the weakest. It's right. just the weakest thing ever. E- even if the people of that land are just like, man, it would be great to be part of Russia. Like that, you just don't get to make that call. <laughs> like there, there are plenty of times where I would love to be in Canada, and it would be great if the feet land under my feet was technically Canada. But like. <laughs> I just don't get to be the person who decides that. Yeah, you, you don't get to fly a Canadian flag out, out, out the front of your, out in your front yard, and then the Canadian army just like shows up and is like, "Okay, uh, L's desire to be Canadian has been solidified. This chunk of land is now part of Canada, and uh, the crazy dictator, son of both Hitler and uh, Castro, uh, Justin Trudeau, signs a piece of paper that now says Elistan is now part of Canada." That's sort of what Sovereign Citizen's all about, right? But, like, their whole thing is that that they're sort of, like, in an alternate dimension America that rests right on top of the one that we live in. They just really like getting tased. (laughs) They just like living in an... Yeah, they just live in an ARG where if you say magic words and write down the right things on a form and sign it, you don't have to pay taxes or need a driver's license to operate a motor vehicle. You can just make the rules not apply to you if you know the secret magic. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're just they're just trying to crush like Pathfinder style DC fifty like persuasion or bluff checks. <laughs> exactly, it's like Mormonism, but instead of like a new form of Christianity, it's just a new way to interpret the law. I found these gold plates, so now I don't have to pay income taxes. <laughs> uh, why? How did that work? Well, I can't show you the plates, but they told me I'm exempt, so it's we're good. We're good here. It's all good. So you you guys know Moroni, right? Just take it up with him. Yes, exactly. I found these gold plates. Only I can look at them because your head will explode. Yeah, it's just me. Do you do you really do you really want me to bother Moroni with this? I mean, he might be pretty angry. I can if you want. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna run up the flagpole. Oh no, no, no. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, me, Joseph Smith, bigamous and grave robber. When, when we get a new thumbnail for our podcast, we're going to have to have Maroney in some section of the, of the thumbnail because we love that guy. We love that angel. He's the best. 
And we won't need to label him Ben Garrison style because everyone knows what a brown eye looks like. <laughs> yes, exactly. Popular character. Very popular. Is is there a Marodi in the Persona games? Can we just use one of those? Uh, no, uh, not <laughs> yet. I mean, like Konami. They they do have a bunch of angels and like Christian demons, but if it's not Marodi, I don't fucks with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I'll 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 write him a letter. I'll get in touch today. Please and do, please do. So let's uh, let's wrestle ourselves back onto these here tracks and further discuss Vladimir Putin's desire to just d- do a war and some crime. Uh, so uh, pre- presumably uh, QAnon has an opinion about this, and because they are so righteously American, I'm sure that they hate this empirically un-American thing that's happening. Oh, they are so happy. Uh they have completely created this alternate world where Russia are the ultimate good guys. Ukraine is the most evil deep state thing you could possibly imagine. It's been the playground of all sorts of criminality and evil. But who and has better soldiers, according to Q? That would be the real, I mean, ooh. They're so manly. That's oh. a battle for the ages. Who, who oh. has, According to QAnon, deeply American QAnon, who has better soldiers, China or Russia? That's tough because it's they they there's been this uh, circulating uh, video package of uh, a Chinese military commercial followed by a Russian military commercial followed by a horrible American military commercial. And it's just it's so funny because the Chinese and the Russian ones are just this schlocky Michael Bay bullshit with glistening abs and. The Russian one is just literally all these guys that it looked like they just had one guy walk by the camera and then they just like put him in the, they just copied him and put him in the rest of the room. It's just this same like uh, five foot 10 white guy with just omni abs and shaved head, dead blue eyes. And there's just a million of him. And then they're putting on their Russian military uniform. They're running in a field. They're like shooting their guns. Everything's great. And then the Chinese one is basically the same thing. But the only the one thing that makes me laugh about the Chinese one is that it has a bunch of shots of, uh, of Xi Jinping, just like, like looking at the soldiers or waving at the people or giving a fury speech. And I would love to imagine these same clowns watching the American version of that ad with Biden talking and then being like, yeah, go Biden, go the military leader of our nation. Because they would absolutely be like, that commercial has the president in it. And because I don't like that president, I'm mad. So it's just, it's just so, but both of them are just like so schlocky and like just the fact that it's all the same person. All the dudes look the same because there's like really no diversity in either army. Then you smash cut to the American commercial, and it's a woman talking about how she grew up wanting to be a part of the army, and then she joined, and she's proud. And you just like you just see the seething hatred and contempt that they have for this commercial because look at this beta cuck American woke military versus those omni ab Russians and Chinese. It's it's no wonder why we're getting our asses kicked. This is bullshit. And it's like you know like. If you were like a woman in China or Russia and you're looking at these ads, like you're not represented. You have no part of the military. You have no ownership of that. That's just a boys club where a bunch of guys like do stomach crunches and then run around in fields shooting guns. I mean, it's just it's just so weird that. Well, these- no, because the, the Russian military also invades Ukraine. 
That also, yes. They're, they're, they're actually doing stuff. Yeah, they, they actually run across the fields of Ukraine. Uh, I'm sure the Chinese military is pretty busy suppressing their population. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> to imply that these hard-bodied soldiers are not putting the work in is a discredit to both nations, one of which is invading another foreign power uh, <laughs> just for, for the lulls, and the other has been actively suppressing their population for, like, a hundred years. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, neither one is actually has a very good track record. But the American military, they have ladies in it. That's bad. Boo! And, and of course, I would never suggest that our military is suppressing us in any way. <laughs> and, uh, once a month. Donald would... Trump could point, or I guess the Clintons, whoever is feeling froggy that day, could point their finger at me and I could disappear. <laughs> we uh and we have ladies in our military and once a month we would have to no once a quarter we'd have to sit through a briefing on how to not sexually harass them oh. that, that that anecdote was about to get real spicy when it started with we had ladies in our uh army we had, and yeah we had broads Ooh, this anecdote, it's going to go into some choppy <laughs> waters. Then you change it to once a quarter, and I was like, oh, nice. I don't know what this is, but <laughs> yeah. it's, be- it's better now. <laughs> uh, th- 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 that's why people listen to the Adventures in Hell World podcast, because we, 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 we not only show you how the sausage is made, we like direct the eye to the being made sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the things that may, makes me laugh so much about this whole idea of, like, the American military recently became woke or blah, 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 is uh, I have a friend who's my age, and I'm in my mid-40s, and one day uh, that guy and one of his buddies were, were playing poker at the table, and they were talking about how the the female drill sergeant they had when they were in the Army was, like, really really strict of them and really tough and busted their asses. So it's like, yeah, like 20 years ago, women were in the military barking at men to like drop and give them 15 and stuff like that. Yet, like today, like these people still can't wrap their heads around it. Like even now they're like, oh my God, this is just, oh my, they're integrating the military. I can't believe it. Yeah. Truman did that in the forties. Ah, all America's just gone to hell. Next thing you're going to tell me, they let gays openly serve in the military. Uh, Actually they do. Oh no. I mean, Mike, they, they, they know that women serve in the military. They also know that their uniform is uh, like a, a camouflage sports bra and like a coat over it that only is buttoned up, like just to where the belly button is. <laughs> yep. oh, God. And, and, oh. The, and, and the male attire is uh, car- like c- camo cargo pants, no shirt, uh, covered in oil, redhead pant. <laughs> And a bow and arrow. We uh, your your weapons can change depending on the situation. Oh, okay. You yeah, can change your. Oh, it's like you can change your class or job. Yeah, and that changes the weapons. Yeah, you you could go from using one type of gun to another type of gun to maybe a bow and arrow if you stumble across like an archery range. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like gun would be better. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. just me. Yeah, but uh, but your level of gr- your your level of gratuitous nudity can never change. <laughs> if you yeah. see a shirt, you can't put it on. Sorry, absolutely <laughs> not. And, and the most important part is that if you see like the floating metal capsules, you shoot them, but that will upgrade your gun. You'll get spread shot. <laughs> oh, so good. I mean, yes. it's hard to go wrong with spread shot. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I like ricochet ricochet shot. Yeah. <laughs>
And uh, how's this for a segue? That is the truth, because get it? Truth is the name of Donald Trump's new free speech social media platform that just launched, and we are obliged to talk about such things because of the fucking pact we made with Satan. Uh, so let's talk about the the buttery smooth launch of truth, the social media platform of Donald Trump and free speech everywhere. H- yes. How's it going, Mike? Are you on truth? Uh, I have attempted to get on truth. I have yet to be successful. I hope that at some point in the near future, my account will actually happen, so I can begin. Uh, have, pro- you, have you even gotten your number? I have not gotten my number. It, it's it's gone that poorly for me that I literally just uh, filled out the paperwork, hit the button, and uh, I haven't received anything. And I think I did everything right up to this point. So question mark. Hopefully, at some point in the near future, I'll get a number. Hopefully. I will, because uh, I didn't do all the work that a lot of other people did where they were able to actually dig in and find the um, actual beta that was being worked on by the team. And uh, those people were able to get in and register accounts to, they were able to register like real Donald Trump and other very Trumpy names. And um, very Trumpy names. Yeah. And they also found a, um, what was I going to say? They, they, they found someone that was like celebrating uh, Pinochet, the Ch- the Chilean dictator, who was just like posting up a storm there. <laughs> yeah, so everything's gone uh, very good. The, the, problem, the problem with the truth launch so far is that it's just been too successful. <laughs> that would be that would be an absolutely accurate statement. Uh, on top of that, uh, you have um, the whiners and babies like. Uh, the aforementioned guy on Gab who was trying to get some attention by being like, hey, Truth Social wouldn't let me post my stuff about how I want everyone that was involved in the vaccine to face the death penalty. Um, So between the fact that Truth is, quote unquote, not real free speech and also isn't working, there's a bunch of problems going on with the platform. Uh, The one thing I will say that is in its favor was Apparently, for about a week before this uh, soft launch happened, there was talk that Truth was going to be a uh, paid-for app where you're going to have to spend five bucks a week for the right to be in a Nazi echo chamber. But that appears to not be true. So uh, good on Truth uh, to not make people have to pay the big bucks for this nonsense. And uh, well, the other thing is really- the, the experience so far seems like it would be great. Yeah. Oh, well, who wouldn't want to pay <laughs> who could just pay five dollars a month for a thing that doesn't work? Like, yeah. It's hey, definitely on I mean, Apple, right? Uh, it's on Apple, but the, but it's not on Android. Like literally, uh, I've seen so many QAnon uh, promoters saying, like, posting like the me- uh, sadness memes, like Wolverine looking at a picture, or the guy, or, or the guy in various states of loneliness staring off in the distance. And, and all the captions are me when I see all my iOS friends on Truth, and I'm an Android. So like, there's a there is a lot of uh, not greatness going yeah, go, on. Go go ahead, people behind Truth, just fire it up on Android too. Like I'm sure that'll really help all your stability issues. Yeah, I'm sure that won't. I'm sure it won't flame out even harder in that situation. Absolutely not. So how how else are they going to handle the the load of 40 million users or whatever that they're <laughs> just slamming it? I mean, 420 million users are trying to be on Truth right now, according to Donald Trump. Everybody. Everyone in the United States, including us, as we're speaking, is trying to fire up our truth accounts. 
Yeah, every, every, there's there's nothing anyone wants more than the truth in the sense that the truth is a poorly working social media platform that has been done like a million other times in the form of parlor and gas. So, but this, this one is actually affiliated with Trump, right? Yes, this is actually Trump's thing. They, uh, Don Jr. retweeted, posted on Twitter what was quote unquote the first post for, on truth from Trump. And it was basically to say, hey, everybody, it's your favorite president. Join me on Truth Social. Glean. Um, <laughs> give me give me your Bitcoin or whatever money is on the internet. <laughs> I've, I've been hearing I've been hearing so much good talk about these apes. I want the apes. Give me give me your apes. I just I, <laughs> I just want to grift harder because I do not think I can get elected again. Oh god! I like that people keep keep trying to tell Trump that the internet is an easy way for him to make money off of his name, and because he's just like a dumb old man, he couldn't wrap his head around it. <laughs> He was like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. How do I make any money off of this internet thing? And people are just like, so many ways. Yeah, <laughs> it's so easy. There's just like the easiest one is merch. But then if we put them in your echo chamber, like they have to just give you money directly. Yeah, it's like if you're already famous, making money on the internet is should just be easy peasy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he could literally just sign his name off to all kinds of scams and just get even more money, but for some reason, this seems to be uh, something that he is incapable of pulling off. I mean, the man who gave us Trump University and Trump stakes, unable to make a buck off something, like so weird. I can't. I don't believe it. Trump was just waiting for right now to launch because he knew the New York Times was going to prove once and for all that he was never Q. Remember, <laughs> remember when some people thought that they were getting they were getting the word yeah. on high itself? It was pretty funny. Those people they are just like, oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that's what the president or anyone even remotely close to the president has time to be doing this. Like, yeah, like you are bullshit. Look, I we got a, a publicly available picture of this pin. Oh, actually, I actually have seen a few QAnon people talking about how, like, now that Trump has a platform again, he could finally make the my fellow Americans, the storm is upon us post. Even though Q very much specified to look towards Twitter for that post, there are people who are just willing to fudge the numbers a little to allow Trump to uh, declare the storm is upon us via Truth Social. It needs to be on Twitter because I know for a fact that Twitter has the the rock people's eyebrow gif, (laughs) which is going to accompany the post, so people really know. Oh man! So it's just it's just not it's just a shit show. It's not working. No, and it's not available on Android, which a lot of the cuckoos use. Yeah. It's, so, uh, uh, it, yeah, it, it, I, love, I love Mike's just confirmation of these facts. Yeah. 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 It's fucking terrible. It's an absolute, it's it. an absolute shit show. I mean, there's really, there's not, there's, there's nothing good to say about it because it doesn't have an audience. It doesn't work. And, uh, hilariously, the, the funniest part about it was that our, our boy Torbs, like when Cab, when when Truth launched, he was like, "I'm proud of President Trump for launching this thing and striking a blow against the uh, tech oligarchs of Silicon Valley." Hurrah! And then, like five hours later, he's like, "Oh yeah, Trump, Trump social, uh, Truth social sucks. I knew it was gonna, I knew it was gonna flat crash and burn. Fuck that place." And then he immediately posted that Stu Peters thing about, "I got banned for speaking truth on Truth," and blah blah blah. 
He just couldn't wait. He was just chomping at the bit to be able to kick Trump when he was down when this thing crashed and burned. It was just like, yeah, you know, who, you know what might have helped with their uh, their fucking platform issues? Uh, probably some people from Silicon Valley. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe there's I hear a reason. Those guys like money. Yeah, maybe maybe there's a reason why that tends to be a place where a lot of people get their talent from. So weird. <laughs> uh, hey, wh- why would you go to the people who know how to do this shit to try to find people who know how to do this shit? I mean, I can't wait until they just try to make their own like Confederate internet or whatever. It just, <laughs> just doesn't work. Confederate internet. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like literally all fucking. That's all they talk about on Gab is the is the quote unquote the parallel economy. They're just always talking about how we're we're gonna create uh, our own like PayPal, our own like Craigslist, our own like everything that used to everything the normies use. We're gonna create Nazi version of it, and that's how we're gonna like win the great war between normies and nazis and it's like i don't actually think you guys can do any of this no that, that, that seems like i mean they're just setting themselves up to constantly be playing catch up with people that just have significantly more capital than them <laughs> just just a touch just we're, a we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make our own twitter at, like after twitter's already been a thing for like fucking 15 years and then finally we'll strike <laughs> yes. and now they're just oh like oh God. shit we have to start working on a tiktok too what is this anyway but what's the, what's the nazi version of a flossing dance i i leave that question up to you the listener Ooh, yeah. while i implore my grades to play our question mailbag bump <laughs> and i will do that rather than to dare answer that question our listeners got questions we got answers it's time for q and a <laughs> So uh, we open with uh, Paste or Pat C with a Twitter bird emoji also on their uh, profile that asks, uh, can we set up a petition to recognize Queen Queen Ramona as our rightful new world leader? Uh, If you don't know who Queen Ramona is, she is a lunatic QAnon promoter who has declared herself to be the sovereign ruler of Canada. Um, this obviously has come into a little bit of contact with reality, given the fact that, uh, everybody in the QAnon universe has been ranting and raving about Justin Trudeau being the sovereign leader of of Canada and also a very bad person. So, uh, the queen. So is she like claiming, claiming Canada by birthright? Yes. That's pretty much her shtick is that she is like, I'm the rightful queen of Canada. This nation is mine by birthright. And, uh, you all need to acknowledge and accept this. I'm not crazy, right? Like, like, cuck liberals do not have this sort of phenomenon in their sphere, right? People that are, like, detached from reality in this kind of way. <laughs> like, at least not in earnest. Like, you know, I, I feel like Vermin Supreme is probably a pretty liberal dude. But that's a different kind of weird that this is. Right. That's, like, performance art. And this is, like either a bizarre mental illness thing or a grift or some intersection of the two. Yeah. 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 I, I don't really, I don't know of any leftists who actually work, work this angle where they're like, by divine right, I am actually the, the ruler of France. I am like the direct descendant of Napoleon. And because these governments were illegitimately elected, I am supreme ruler of this nation. I don't know. <laughs> also support trans rights. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be so great. But yeah, but, I mean, like, it's just so funny. Any, anytime conservatives want to make fun of liberals, I just sort of want to, like, point to any of the, any number of these type of people that's brought up from their, from their ideals and just be like, 
look look at what you look at what you've made. You should feel shame for this. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Canada belongs to the people. No one woman could could own all of Canada. God. So so like what so what's her narrative? How did she get banished to regular people? Uh, when, when, she, when did when did her when did her powers as Queen of Canada awaken? Um, that her origin story about why uh, she is queen now, I have I have never delved that deep into it because she was she was basically small potatoes for a really long period of time, and then she started becoming very mainstream. And I was gonna like be like, hey, we need to have a segment to talk about her and all this stuff. And then the trucker convoy thing kind of bigfooted her back down to obscurity. Because her act just didn't play very well with the trucker convoy thing, because she couldn't come out and say, the truckers are right, and they have won, and they have named me queen. Because the truckers were like, who are you? We're, we're not, we're, no, we're not working for some weird lady to declare herself monarch. We want Trudeau to resign so the right-wing parties in Canada can take over the government. We we didn't sign up for your weird version of QAnon grift. It doesn't to- get more right-wing than me, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, only, if only Ramona had worked that angle, maybe she could have been bigger. Maybe she could have been big time, but sadly... I'm the most conservative there is. I'm real I'm assure you... No, I'm real pumped out that we don't get to know her secret origin story of how she's a queen. I, I'll I'll have to dig into it for next week's podcast. I'll I'll ask people who are more on the ball about Queen Ramona about like exactly how this whole character developed and uh, became a thing that uh, got traction on the internet for a moment and then crashed and burned as hard as it possibly could. I hope it. I hope it ends with her like calming the great spirit moose or whatever to prove that her blood contains the power of the ruler of Canada. <laughs> great spirit moose. She bleeds maple. Yeah, she bleeds syrup. She's actually. She, <laughs> That's like she. She goes. She goes through Canadian stigmata. <laughs> She 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 is both photosynthetic like a leaf and bleeds moose blood, so she's got it all. <sighs> she 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 just bleeds all of the Canadian exports. <laughs> what was it, Molson or Molten? What is yeah, there, like a beer that comes Mol- out of there. Yeah, and, and and Timmy Hortons, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, Timbos, <laughs> Timmies. Let's get some Timbits. Uh, They're just okay. <laughs> that so, sounds very Canadian to me. I think she's got a point. Yes, so oh I think we're, we're so deep in this. I know. I'm, 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 I'm pulling ourselves away from this question. Thank you for the question. The question is over. Forgot we're answering a question. Oh man, oh, it, it, it's like uh, <laughs> it's like Inception. We just went too deep, and somebody had to rip us out from reality or whatever. Yes, it's like we're flat. We're flatlining. Yes, so. Uh, uh, the peen dick whistle. <laughs> why? Why would this guy show up during the big dick and on segment? Uh, asks, uh, what kind of fried chicken is the best fried chicken? White meat or dark meat? Also, will what will will Wendy Rogers ever give up the grift? The answer to that last question is no. But uh, the, for the first question, I really I like dark meat better. But I not I'm not picky. Chicken's just good always. Drumsticks are dark meat, so dark meat. Uh, so I'm weird in that, like, I, I do enjoy white meat better generally, but I'm a drumstick guy. So I'm sort of just happy either way. 
Like I'm playing, I'm trying to play, I'm trying to have it all the ways. If we're just talking about purely like a, like as a flavor experience, I do think I prefer basic white meat with a crispy outside fried chicken. Quite good. So uh, again, so- I, I love the accessibility of a drumstick. It's so easy to eat. Yes. You know, yeah. one, one handed, easy peasy. Nature's meat popsicle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I feel like a lot of things could probably take that claim. Yeah. Pork ribs. I've heard those called meat sickles before. How about literally any penis? That was what I was getting at, right? No, Nature's meat popsicle. I don't get it. Explain it to me. <laughs> I'm going to have to end this question, too. God. Okay, I feel like we're done. Yes. Like we got to the bottom of it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, so, uh, uh, Cleodora Silvestri, uh, Silvestri at, who doesn't own any NFTs, asks, are, are the American anti-globalists aware of the irony of appearing in a Canadian court and demanding the, for the U.S. Constitution to be applied to another country? Uh, they don't get it. No, what the no, fuck no. is she talking about? Is yeah, this a oh, thing? I, I got lost. <laughs> what, what, what well, is... th- there have been people demanding like their rights to free speech and assembly, all these constitutionally protected rights that are in America, but the Canadian charter that created the country of Canada doesn't explicitly have any of these rights. There's no First Amendment in Canada. Uh, I have seen... <laughs> I've seen I've seen numerous QAnon promoters uh, pissing and moaning about how like they're like they got like all the photos of the of the Mounties like having the horses go through the crowds and talking about people being trampled by them and these people are like oh yeah I backed the blue but I only backed police that follow the Constitution and it's like well in Canada they don't have to follow the Constitution because it doesn't apply there it's not part of their their system of government. They have to follow the Canadian Constitution. They have their own rules. That's what sort of what makes them a different country. <laughs> right. right. It's, it, it, like, I just love this the idea. Like, they just think Canada is like an, an adjunct of America. And it's like, you have to follow our <laughs> rules. Like, it's, it's real easy to get along with our Canadian brothers and sisters because they all speak perfect English. And it's just like, ooh, bro. Like, large parts of this country are very French. Yes. Push <laughs> up, little girl. Lots of cats have that name. <laughs> God, but yeah, I've seen uh, a lot of dum dums have been demanding American uh, rights be granted to Canadian citizens, which is uh, not a thing that, that has to happen or be done because uh, they're not under they're not playing in our sandbox. They're in their sandbox, and if you as an American were dumb enough to go to Canada and do stuff there, you're going to be held accountable to their laws, not ours. So uh, the whole. Uh, the whole play stupid games, win stupid, win stupid prizes thing. That that's where that's what you get. So well, when Trump is back at the White House, we're just going to start annexing parts of Canada that we like. We're just going to yeah. I mean, remember it, it, it will be it will be a savvy move on his yes. part. Yes. Remember when we started holding all those children in cages on the border? Why? Because <laughs> they weren't American citizens. Boom. Think about it. No, no I don't want to think about that. And besides, uh, they weren't white. So why would QAnon people think they have any and, rights? Cause... And again, not American citizens. Oh, God. Don't. Oh, don't don't trouble their, their simple minds with such commentary. Oh, please don't. I mean, uh, hey, no, but think about it this way. This is my uh, this is my music man style pitch for this to conservatives. Uh, the, consider this: you are concerned about Mexicans taking jobs from Americans, but if we just make them Amer, if we bring the glory of America to them, 
they become Americans, and then we're just employing Americans. Doesn't that sound nice? Employ yeah. a bunch of Americans and a bunch of jobs that you would not be caught dead doing because it's very hard. <laughs> I'm here for this. I'm I'm liking the cut of your jib. I'm 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 getting it. I think this is a good call. So we just need some uh, Mexican separatists on the border to start claiming their lands are America. And then Biden can come in and start nibbling away at Mexico. And we can just start taking little chunks of it. And Trump will have to call that savvy and genius because he already has done so. He set a precedent. And Donald Trump isn't a hypocrite. He would never go back on his word based on the situation. Never. Never not once. So We should start running the false flags now. We can send in the guy that plays uh, Reacher in the new show reacher and we, we could just throw like a poncho over him and throw him down there to just be like yeah you know what i think it'd be great if us mexicans because i am of course very mexican we should all just become part of america wouldn't that be great <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> so uh thank you for the question and then don't them say anything because he's speaking english yes exactly and they're just like what the fuck is up with this guy like why why is he down here just talking to no one in english <laughs> Talking to no one in English. That's our podcast. That's the subtitle of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to no one. Yeah. If our individual episodes had names, that would be a great candidate for this one. Talking yes. to no one in English. <laughs> yeah. If, if we went with the Taskmaster style of every episode just has, is a quote from the show, that would be this one. Um, so our next question is from Pancake Peasant, who asks, uh, have any of you seen a cursed fusion of cultures between mini painting and QAnon? Uh, to that, I can say I have not seen any uh, Warhammer 40K or can't other stuff. Yes, I have. Can't say that I have, but it definitely has to exist, right? I mean, the idea of like a like an uber-religious, just hyper-masculine, big chunky armor, like warfare cult government must really appeal to a lot of them. Mm. <laughs> i yeah i'm sure that that horror is out there somewhere but i had not i have not gone looking for it so thankfully i have not found it but at some point but in my life there's at least one warhammer team out there named let's go brandon for oh, sure oh, <laughs> already i mean there was a big tournament in spain where uh, a nazi like actually invaded it like he just wore a shirt a nazi shirt and they couldn't kick him out, like, per their own rules. Oh, God. Uh, you need to amend your rules pretty Got quickly. Gotti! <laughs> Just get to be openly Nazi for a day. What a treat for that guy. Yeah. Because uh, you know that guy, like, looked at the terms of service for, like, the convention he was going to. And it's like, oh, they left that door open. Time for me to rush through it. And, th- and then the convention was like, fuck, really? God damn it. Yeah, this just go, 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 like, trying to get to into any event that they're even remotely interested in, just pouring over the, the rules and regulations and just being like, oh, sick, loophole, tend to be a Nazi in public. <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, boy. Like, that. that is just the saddest bullshit, the, the most desperate cry for attention. I mean, he probably goes right Wendy Rogers tweets on the internet. Uh, so uh, that was uh, that was a weirdly dark question that I didn't think could possibly go down that road, but it did it. So thank you for the question. Uh, Klutz Zero asks, "What are the odds we get a trucker convoy from the U.S. to Ukraine?" Uh, I don't know that the physical possibilities that exist, but I was reading a lot of people talking about the various ways that um, 
America and the West can fight back against the Russians. And they were talking about like seizing all of the various Russian oligarchs yachts and doing stuff with those yachts. So I would say that, uh, like doing something like that where you like repossess these uh, trucks and we give them to Ukraine uh, for help in rebuilding their nation after like whatever happens in this conflict between them and, and, and Putin. Like we could do stuff like that. We could give the Ukrainians a bunch of yachts, uh, all kinds of good stuff. <laughs> give them a bunch of yachts. Yeah, we should just steal Russian oligarchs yards and just give them to the Ukrainians and just be like, hey, like, a lot of you may, like, be homeless or suffer, like, other uh, displacement due to this conflict. You just live on board this yacht for a while. That probably could, like, accommodate, like, two or three hundred of you comfortably. So you can just live on this Russian oligarch's yacht, which he no longer owns because we're taking their shit. Wait, a yacht that accommodate two or three hundred people? What sort of what sort of insane yacht is this? It's like a cruise ship. Yeah, we these. Well, I've seen a. I mean, a bunch of these yachts are like 150 footers. I mean, I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. I'm not sure that it's <laughs> two, two or three hundred people. My God, hey, let's go for it. I mean, let's, quit, let's quit the yacht. It's like a it, carnival cruise over here. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> All right, I'm on cruise. The over here is what broke me. That was just over, over years. <laughs> hey, forget about it. Yes, exactly. Oh, etc. I'm walking here. <laughs> I am the one who is walking here. <sighs> so uh, I don't know that we're going to be able to get those trucks over to Ukraine vis-a-vis the current idiots that are driving them. But, uh, hey, uh, civil asset forfeiture is terrible. We shouldn't be doing it. But if it, if, it, if it did have to happen, I can't think of a more worthy target than the current. Or we, we could just we could just get like uh, get cargo ships like to 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 get on board. So then it's just like we truck like like as close to the ocean as possible, like little little front truck wheelies in in the in the surf. And then we boat as close to shore as possible. And that way we make a chain to Ukraine. Because what, what are what are cargo ships if not the trucks of the sea? Yes, exactly. Oh boy! So there's that uh, there's that one that's off the coast of Germany or uh, not Germany, Spain or whatever that's like on fire and filled with Porsches. That was great. Oh god! Love my favorite shipping boat of the moment. <laughs> that is that sounds like a wonderful disaster. And if we didn't have the world currently being insane, remember when that boat got stuck in the Suez Canal? That was a news story. Oh, what a quaint time to be a to be alive. That yeah, was. Where, where's the where's the her, where's the heroic boat trucker that's pulling that one that's pulling th- that protest off? Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, that's gonna be great. Some some new uh, and the mandates and blocking the Suez again. Woo! I mean, that would be. Awesome. I feel like somebody would probably put put a violent end to that person. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy. That it's not going to go well for that guy. That's going to end real poorly. Yeah, that that, that would be some poor, some poor engagement <laughs> on that one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, any more questions? Uh, we got a couple more. Uh, the nerdy horror fan asks: Was Trump's plan all along? Was Trump Putin's plan all along? Like a lot of people think, did he make America divided and weak, push the white supremacists and weirdos to the surface, watch the chaos unfold, then try to invade Ukraine because his puppet isn't in place anymore? Uh, that's a lot to think about. I. I would think that what probably actually happened was Putin was very happy that Trump won. He was very happy that he was, like, inflaming the American right. But Putin probably thought Trump was going to win re-election because, like, American presidents, like, 
always win re-election. It was like 1992 was the last time an American president didn't win re-election. That was a long time ago. So he's like, yeah, Trump's a moron. Uh, he could potentially fuck this up, but Bush was a moron and he won re-election. So Biden's milk toast. My boy will be in there. And then bing, bang, boom, I'll get this done. He'll roll over for me on Ukraine. And then Biden wins and Putin's just like, fuck, I wanted to take Ukraine, but now this guy's in. Fuck it, I'll do it anyways. Let's go for it. So, see, I'm not even convinced that Putin, like that this this Ukraine invasion invasion, really had anything to do with whatever designs Russia had on getting Trump in the White House. It just seems sort of likely to me that that maybe Russia was interested in getting Trump into the White House. What is going on over there? We doing we doing pills? Uh, yeah. I I know I know I knocked a bottle of pills. I, I knocked my bottle of vitamin D pills off my counter. You're, do, you're doing some incredible pill-related foley work over there. Watch. Bing bong, bing bong, yeah. <laughs> like it was like right in front of the mic. It was so crisp and clear. <laughs> uh, okay, but but yeah. So I feel like uh, I feel like Russia probably just wanted Trump in the uh, Trump in the house to just sort of generally weaken us. And that this Ukraine thing, like maybe it was at the works, maybe not. But like Trump in the House is the new Disney movie coming up. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, I just I just don't think the response is very much different either way, right? Like America can't get 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 away with doing nothing, so they would just be like, "We're gonna levy sanctions and tell you that we really don't like you." Because that's all America's ever going to do in a spot like this. No, no one is going to stop Russia from taking over Ukraine. Like once, once, once Putin decided he really wanted to make that happen, like it was a foregone conclusion. Yeah, because who's sending troops into that fight? Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like so. Either way, like even if Trump was at the White House, he couldn't just be like, "I think Putin is great, and I think taking over foreign countries is awesome." He could say that now because he's not technically president. As president, his people would advise him to just be like, "We condemn this. Time for sanctions," and then sanctions would happen, and Russia would now have more Russia in it. <laughs> now with one hundred percent more Ukraine. So yeah, uh, it's. It is of a piece. I don't exactly know what the, the it seems like you, the whole thing with Ukraine that this is like Putin's like winging it in a lot of ways because he was going to invade, then it didn't happen. He was withdrawing, then he didn't withdraw. Now they're just grabbing small sections of Ukraine that are quote unquote part of separatist movements. So it, it doesn't really feel like there's a very uh, like cogent plan across the board here for the Russian invasion. So how this turns out is going to be interesting to say the least. Um, the last question uh, is uh, Reverend Xenofax says, judging by his rambling speech, Vladdy daddy has a saddie. What's the chance he directly invokes QAnon or Q lore to try to rile up support from the chuds and internet brain boomers? Zero percent. Uh, yep. I don't think yeah. I don't I don't think Vlad's that uh, desperate for American right wing support that he would go down that path. Um, he definitely yeah, knows I, about I, it. Sure, but I don't think he gives a fuck about it because it's like, like you know, it, it is it is a sadly a global phenomenon at this point, but it is really centralized in America for the most part. And like again, like d diplomatically, a lot of America America's hands are tied in a lot of ways. To what's community. going on here? He, he doesn't need a ton of support for this maneuver. If he needed support for this maneuver, he wouldn't have tried it. Yeah, he, he's he's doing what he's doing now because he knows he can get away with it. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty much. I and that's that's going to be the uh, that's going to be the issue here is just how much does he try to take of Ukraine and what what level of pushback from the West involving these sanctions and all that kind of stuff. How much pushback makes him decide? Okay, I don't want all of Ukraine. Or I mean, the fact that like the more of Ukraine he tries to take, the more actual fighting has to happen, and that's just bad for all sides like when you have I a fu- sort of feel like people people are forgetting that he did a dry run of this like a few years ago like oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he did this in georgia he did this in crimea i mean uh, like attack like nation thinks about joining nato russia invades that nation like or this threatens to so right. that nato backs off and right. then they do like wash rinse repeat yeah, this is this is a recurring theme in Russia and its neighboring nations. It's why like Poland is currently buying every gun they can get their hands on because uh, Poland's been down this road before. I mean, so they know they know what it's like to be next door to Russia, and it ain't good. So yeah, yeah. So uh, and then of course our our final question, as always, is what are you guys looking forward to? Ooh, um, so. Bunch of video games are out. The big expand, the big 1.5 update came out for Cyberpunk, and uh, my girlfriend asked me to wait to play Horizon until she's around, so I don't get to play it as much. So I've been back into Cyberpunk. I was saying in our chat that I was like, "Man, it looks so good and it's running so smooth," and then immediately it crashed after I sent that message. So <laughs> uh, I am still looking forward to it. It is uh, a bunch of fun but it's still cyberpunk they've reworked a bunch of things and i just love that world so much so i i'm looking forward to getting more back into it uh as weird as that is to say yeah Uh, i don't know exactly what i have planned for the rest of my day today uh but i'm just sort of excited for the day today because currently it is uh temperature wise like 65 and then as the evening goes on it is going to cool down back to like 20 so it's just like today's this weird random like high spiking just feel good spring weather 60 degree day that will transition into a more regular for february winter night and uh that that's that that vibe has sort of got me excited to be doing stuff today i'm not sure where that stuff is going to be yeah, I, I was out and about uh, this morning, and it was like, oh, wow, it's spring. This is really awesome. I was definitely a big fan of just well, like... good for you. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was just awesome to have warmth this time of year. Oh, ne- ne- never never you worry. We're supposed to be getting bad weather this weekend. Oh, I know. We're going to get like, we're up, up to a foot of snow on Friday. It's like so crazy. It's like spring, back to winter, boom. It's so, so wild. Um, so, uh piggybacking off what Sarge said, uh, I'm looking forward to more Horizon Forbidden West because I loved Horizon Zero Dawn and I have been playing and I'm very happy. So like this game has been excellent so far and uh, I'm just going to be addicted until I am done playing the game and then I'll be sad the game is over. (laughs) That's basically it. So yeah, but it's been... It's, it's it's everything I've wanted. It's better than Cats. I want to see it again and again. Uh, all of those dumb quotes and stupidity. Better than Cats. Yes. So, yeah, that's nice. uh, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. And just what a bunch of fucking me. nerds on this podcast. Oh, you the, nerds. The biggest of nerds. You know it. 
What a couple of nerds. <laughs> well, on that note, it's time for us to uh, stealthily stalk robot dinosaurs our way out of Hellworld for the week. Thank you, everybody, so much for uh, enjoying the show. I hope you've enjoyed it if you made it this far and for supporting what we do. Uh, the easiest way to continue to support what we do or enhance the support for what we do is to tell a friend or leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast from. Give us a thumbs up or whatever other button they want to click that makes you say I think this is good. Uh, if you've got a little bit of money and you'd like to support the show using that money, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash poker politics. Uh, anyone who is donating at our Patreon at the $5 and above tier gets access to a suite of uh, bonus content over 40 hours of which is available currently, including series such as Kabbalan and what we do out of shadows. Uh, also, uh, and I, I mentioned this a couple of times, here's, here's the big payoff. Uh, you can also support uh, Mr. Mike Raids by buying his book, which is available currently on the Kindle. Uh, what's up with your book, Mr. Mike Raids? My book is exposing Q. And, is exposing Q. It's pretty much the. Um, if you went through my Q is always wrong thread on Twitter, if you listen to the podcast in its early days with these two guys where we were going over the drops, it's the. The, the vast meat of the book is just going over all of the really dumb things Q said over the course of his time on the internet. And then after he left, how the movement struggled to continue moving on without their alleged leader. Because as I explained in the book, like pretty much halfway through the Q drops, he goes from being a leader to being a cheerleader. Who's just like, hey guys, everything's going great. Watch Hannity. Yay, Q. So just it's just the watching the de- watching Q like fall from being the guy that was like planning the sabotage of North Korean nuclear test sites to being hey check out Hannity. It's it's really funny, and I just think that like so many people think that like oh it's so mysterious oh the cryptic messages of Q and what do they really mean? And it's like no, you read it, it's just plain English. He's just a dumb dumb who gets so many things wrong. That's basically what the book's about. It's just it like, uh, it's like the, that South Park episode where they flashed across the screen. This is what Mormons really believe. Like that, <laughs> that, that that's Scientology, this, right? Scientology, right? This is what QAnon actually is like following. This is their idiot leader. This is how dumb he is. That's my goal with what I'm trying to do here. And what, one more time. What's the name of that one? Uh, exposing Q. Expose a Q by Mike Rage. You can find it on Kindle, and you better believe that we will continue to talk about it and tell you about it when it becomes available uh, physically in in meat space so that you can get your chunky phalanges on it. <laughs> meat space. <laughs> chunky phalanges. Oh, yeah. That's that's the way we do it here in Hellworld. Uh, hey, but if, if that's not your speed, if you don't like that, or at the very least you don't want to put your money towards that, but you, you're like, man, I have this money, but I'd really love to do some good with it, and I don't want to give it to these guys because they keep talking about my phalanges. You can go ahead and give that money to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation, which, uh, as I pointed out before, is a thing that Q seems to be about, but never really seems to do anything about. So fuck those clowns and give your money to love146.org to actually put a dent in it. Uh, thanks again, as always, to DJ Minimal Effort for the use of our opening theme song. It is a cool bop, and that guy is still too cool for social media, so there's no way for you, the listener, to thank him, but I... The podcast presenter will do so. 
Our buddy Frosty, you could reach uh, at FrostyVO on Twitter. He is the voice of Q when we need it, but you recognize him better as the voice of all of our drops and our content warning. And pretty much any time we need a voice aside from ours to do a thing, we rely on Frosty. So find him on Twitter at FrostyVO. If you can't get enough of myself and Sarge, we have a pop media spinoff program called BingeWordy. That's B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y. And you can find us on Twitter at BingeWordy if you'd like to check out our side project podcast. So for another successful episode of the Adventures of Hellworld podcast, I have been your host, Hellworld L, joined as always by my host, Hellworld Sarge, and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots! A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.